Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Delta Airlines Flight 2998. All carry-on items should now be stowed securely, either in an overhead bin or under the seat in front of you. All aisles, exits, and bulkhead areas should now be clear. All electronic devices should now be turned off and stowed as they may interfere with the aircraft's navigational and communication systems. Once airborne, all electronic devices should be turned off and devices, stowed. Yeah, right. Podcast time. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. to be honest with you, uh, Philadelphia guy, Eagles fan, but uh, I, listen, I, I was told that Dallas fans in Dallas and the Texas area are um, good people, and I've been here, I've been seeing some good things from you guys, but I want to tell you a quick story real quick, um, so I flew in yesterday to Houston, and uh, I get an Uber to go to the hotel, and I get to the hotel, and I reach for my wallet to check in. It's not there. And I'm like, panic attack, angry. I'm like, what's going on here? And it hit me. I was at the airport and I was getting the Uber set up. I never used Uber before. And I remember my luggage came, got out, I put the wallet, this is how I remember it. I put the wallet in my back pocket and I grab my luggage and I go outside. And I come across this guy and, um, he comes up and he's like, hey, do you know where whatever blah, 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 blah is? And I'm like, dude, I'm from Philly. Like, look where I'm at. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything, you know? And uh, he kind of hovered around me. And I'm convinced the guy pickpocketed me. Because uh, when I got back to the hotel, Wes came, we went to the uh, airport, and it actually turns out that they had my wallet there, but some of the cards were moved around. And so I think he was looking for cash, but I don't carry cash to the poor, so, you know, all worked out. But an uh, interesting story with that is that leaving from Portland, 
Wes got his wallet stolen too. And what are the chances of two of us having our wallets stolen coming down here to do the show? Both of us found our wallets, and uh, you guys know the rest of the story because we do a conspiracy podcast around here sometimes, and uh, makes you wonder sometimes who's watching us. But uh, it's kind of it's kind of crazy how all that works out and stuff. But um, I wanted to uh, tell you guys, uh, Tomball, Texas, is actually a uh, near and dear place to my heart. And it's because many of you guys listen to the podcast. I'm a huge basketball fan, uh, Philadelphia 76ers all day. And one of the players in that team is from Tomball, Texas. Does anybody know who that is? Anybody? Jimmy Butler. My man. You know what that means? You just want a t shirt. <laughs> Why does it sound familiar? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a weirdo like that. I, I know these things. But, um, yeah, so just thank you very much for having us out here and uh, all that stuff. But uh, before we get into today's topic and stuff, and I want to let you guys know that I, he doesn't know I'm about to do this. Um, it's not your door. But <laughs> uh, there's a guy in the house. Um, how many of you guys remember me doing the... Um, my wife Lindsay wrote the blog about the uh, Nephilim giants in Afghanistan that are supposedly living in the mountains and stuff. Uh, did you guys hear that narration on the on the YouTube channel? We have the video and everything. Who liked that? Who who's who? Look at this. All right. So the guy who's feeding me some of that information is here, and I just want to say thank you, uh, Seth. I appreciate everything that you. you did. careful with what he said and things like that, but uh, him reaching out and doing that really was awesome. And I just want to say thank you for that. Um, when he came up to the set, he, who he was, it's like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so, who wants to talk about Bigfoot today? Sasquatch Chronicles? No. So, uh, I got something else for you guys today that is actually uh, more rare, to be honest with you, I think, than even Bigfoot encounters. Um, who's heard of the rake? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we all we all have seen the rake at Home Depot, but we're not talking about that. We're actually talking about the cryptid, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, does anybody not know what the rake is? Because... I'll inform you right now. <laughs> um, I gotta turn this down because I don't want to be breathing on it all day. But um, so a rake is. Some people can say it's like a cryptid. Some people think it's a, a demonic entity. Some say it's a little bit of both. Uh, but reality is that people have been saying that they've been seeing this creature called the rake, and it's not very common. Um, I have a witness today that actually saw two of these in Texas. And so uh, he's going to be sharing his story today. But these things are known to be inside your home, outside your home, broad daylight sightings, nighttime sightings. And one of the things when I was looking into this that I started noticing is that when you watch these videos of these supposed creatures, you see who's publishing these videos. There's different people all over the place. But there's a very common thing is when these things are supposedly either chasing after you or you know they're there by the vocalizations, they all sound like a wild boar, like, like a wild hog. Uh, it's like a high-pitched squeal. And um, a lot of the videos and stuff online, you start seeing that commonality. And that's one of the things that, um, with me and Wes, what we do with the shows, we talk a lot. And there's a lot of times him and I are talking and we're sharing notes from people that he's talked to off-air, on-air, same thing with me. And you start seeing similarities and stuff. 
And um, that's one of the things that I started seeing with this creature called the rake. There's a lot of vocalizations that sound similar. It makes you wonder what's going on with that. Uh, but the rake is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we're going to discuss it today with our guest, uh, Guy. Guy, where you at, buddy? There he is. Everybody give Guy a round of applause. Now, uh, I don't know what the rake is, but maybe by the time we're done talking, we can figure it out together, right? Uh, that's bottom line is none of us are experts and we just come together and we hear people's encounter stories, we take notes, start comparing things, and see where it takes us. Now, Guy is from the Dallas area, right? Yes, sir. And uh, Guy saw these things, and um, well, I'll let you tell your story and we'll get into it. Before we start, I did give Tony a merchandise idea because of the lost wallet. Confessionals fanny packs. <laughs> what do y'all think? Anybody, uh, anybody listen to Joe Rogan? Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan's a big fanny pack guy? Yeah. Maybe I'll do it too. I mean, he's you pretty manly. You should. Yeah. So, um, this was in 2007, uh, getting close to the end of summer before daylight, uh, before daylight savings time kicks in. We all love that when that happens, right? <laughs> So um, my best friend and I, I've known him since I was about five years old, we played in a band together out in Fort Worth quite a bit. And so one day we were getting ready to go and we loaded up the truck and we started heading out of Dallas uh, on one of the major roads, uh, actually I-45. And we were going through this area called Hutchins, Texas. And um, some of y'all probably may have heard of Hutchins. I think it's where FedEx operates out of. Uh, there's a lot of wooded areas out there, really thick wooded areas. Uh, and the highway runs through this, um, this area where there's like two really steep hills on each side. They both just go down and meet the highway, basically. I mean, it's just so out of place, you know, from the flatness of the rest of the area. And um, at the very top, of both of them, there's a lot of wooded area. Like, uh, I think I saw a sign in front of there that said it was like 80 acres. Um, a while back, it was up for sale. And so um, you can see this hill probably even a half a mile back, that far back. It's so steep. So we were driving along, and I was sitting there um, next to him, my friend was driving and I was sitting in the passenger seat and I was playing on my flip phone. <laughs> so that dates, that dates me. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and all of a sudden, I just kinda, out of the corner of my eye, I caught something at the very bottom of where this hill started. And I was watching it and we're driving, probably going about 60 miles an hour and I'm looking at it and I see it starting to crawl up this hill and we kind of are getting closer and closer to it and I can't take my eyes off of it and it doesn't register as anything that I had ever seen before. It looked like the it looked like a, a humanoid type of creature on all fours and at first I was thinking oh maybe it's a Maybe it's a big cat, or maybe it's a one of those. Uh, maybe it's a deer, or and as I got closer, I realized it wasn't any of that because its head was round, like a like a human's. Um, I caught the profile view of it, and it was just kind of a flat, 
you know, non-distinguished face. Uh, it was about a, an ash gray color. I could see it because it was still light out. I could see it was kind of ash gray color and the head was white. Um, and we were getting closer to it and I saw its hands kind of coming up, digging into the dirt, climbing, and its hands would come out. I could, even as far back as I was, I could see these extensions coming out of it. I mean, probably about twice the size of what my finger is. I don't know if they were fingers or claws, um, but as we got even closer, I looked next to it and there was another one right next to it going at the same pace. It's almost like they were, um, you know how like when you speed walk, that's about the pace they were going up this hill and they crawled in a way that was much like, uh, like a cat maybe crossed with a spider. It just had this really um, strange way of moving up such a steep, you know, and I, I even, I remember one time I tried to replicate it and you know, and I'm in, I'm in fairly good shape, but um, I just, I couldn't do it just at the rate they were going. Um, and so anyways, I kept watching them and they were, they were making their way up the hill and we got to where there's a building right there across the street. Cause I'm really bad with like, I flunked math really bad. So I'm real bad with measurements, but, um, probably we passed it. We we're probably about where that building is right across the street. And I could see the back of them. And I just, my head just kept following it. And I noticed as I was doing that, my friend was watching it too, but he was trying to drive. So, you know, and they made their way up to the top of the hill and it's almost like they just disappeared into the wooded area. And my friend was like, did you see that? And I said, yeah, I saw that. And then we hit our exit and for the longest time, that's all we talked about is just what were these things, you know? Years went by, there wasn't, you could, you know, back then you could Google something, but what would you Google? I didn't know what, I didn't even know what a rake was when I contacted Tony. And my friend drew exactly what we saw. And I sent that to him and I got a response from uh, Tony's wife, Lindsay. And uh, they sent us some videos, they were like, of rake footage that they've found and my friend and I watched them and we just about jumped out of our seat because that was the closest thing we'd ever seen compared to these. Um, they stood, so if, if I were going to guess their size, they were probably about, like if they stood up, they were probably about six feet tall uh, and they were probably about three feet off the ground. Uh, their, their legs, um, their legs and their arms, you know how like when we crawl, like our butt will probably be up in the air. Theirs were just, their backs were like parallel to the, to the ground. Uh, and just the way they moved was like, unlike anything I'd ever seen. So. Yeah. Now, I mean, when they moved, so basically just saying that when they moved, they were unnatural in the movement as far as like if it was a human kind of thing. Right. But it was a human, a humanoid shape. Humanoid shape. But if it was a human, it'd be completely naked. I don't, two of them. Right. I didn't see any tails on them because I caught the back view. Oh, you have your hand up. Yes. Question. Did they ever look back at y'all watching them? No, actually, they just kept going um, straight up the hill. So we actually didn't look at look look them in the eye. 
my friend, though, however, because this will probably be the, the next point Tony will bring up. My friend, I didn't see this, but he saw a vehicle on the side of the road over there. It looked like somebody, he said it looked like somebody changing a tire. And they were like on the other side of their car staring at these things. So there was a third person that saw this. And I don't know. If they're out there, if they even know what they saw, I mean, I would be, I'd be probably in the car. <laughs> but um, this area, though, is really strange because I see cars there all the time and people are outside of them just looking into the woods. Like the other day, I drove, I drive by there from time to time just to see if maybe I'm going to see anything else. <laughs> And I never do. Um, it's just so random, you know. These yeah. things happen when you're not expecting it, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I see people out there with their binoculars looking into the woods, and I don't know what it is with this area, but I'm just kind of... Now that makes you wonder, doesn't it? It like, does. It makes you wonder if, like, locals are, are aware of something weird going on there. Many people are seeing these things. Right. Frequently. Yeah, who knows? I mean, and who knows where they live, if there's... You know, because every time I drive by there, I always look, and it's just miles and miles of woods. And I'm like, anything could live back there, and you would never know it. Yeah. You know? That's great. So when you saw this thing, or both of them, uh, what, you, what your friend drew, and what I've seen in pictures and video, now, if I, if I had a projector or something like that, I'd be able to show you. Um, I'll put the, hit the, his picture online. And on the website and uh, the video I'll put up on YouTube at some point within the following week so you guys can see the video that I put together of different rake sightings. Uh, when you guys saw this, um, this was something that was like unnaturally skinny, right? According to your picture that you Yeah, it was, it was kind of like, um, so because of the distance, I can't really elaborate too much. It, it's not like they had fur coming out. Um, it looked like just gray skin, probably like you'd see like on a hairless cat or something. And um, they, what, sorry, what was the other part the of body, it? The body type. The body type, yeah, that's where I was going. They were more like um, like a lean muscular type. It wasn't real bulky. It was very, it was skinny, but yet you could tell the way they moved, you'd have to have, you'd have to have a lot of strength to be able to move like that. Yeah. up a really steep hill. And that's the thing with these things and what you're describing, what you sent me. Uh, the, the fact that what he said is true. Uh, he didn't know what a rake was until we informed no. him. He, he's like, I saw something weird. I don't know who to talk to. Just found your podcast kind of thing. Uh, and we sent him and he's like, that's what we saw. And when you see these things and what I put together, uh, you see the video, you see these pictures and you can picture what he just described. Like, what you just described is everything that I've seen online. Uh, and it, it just, it makes you wonder, like, and even the flat face you were talking about, I've seen uh, different pictures, videos, descriptions of these things with the flat face. Uh, now, when you saw this, in the moment, were you thinking, this is some kind of weird creature? Or did you ever feel like there was something more to it other than a physical creature that you were looking at? Like some people might say, was it a ghost? Was it some kind of weird ghost cat or whatever? So I know you're right. saying cat thing. Yeah, we, we kind of, my friend and I kind of, we, we didn't know what to call them. We just called them the cat, the cat men, you know. Um, but like they kind of appeared to me, it's like they weren't there and then they were because I didn't see, I mean, I wasn't even, I wasn't watching the road. He was, but 
I don't think he saw anything cross the road. I didn't see anything cross the road. It's like they kind of just appeared out of nowhere, and then they went up into this, uh, into the wooded area, and they just kind of disappeared into the woods, you know. Um, so to me, it did seem very physical, but who knows? Maybe they have abilities, kind of like what we've talked about with uh, with Bigfoot, you know. Yeah, you, you never know. I I bring that up because uh, there's a lot of people that when they're reporting these things, you read different reports online, and people are saying that they see them in their house, outside their house, and I, for, for whatever reason, something that sticks out in my mind is this one woman's encounter. She's in her bed, and this is something that's kind of common with these things, is people say that they, they wake up with them sitting on the end of their bed. And this woman woke up, her husband's next to her, this thing is sitting at the end of the bed, and just kind of looks back at her. They freak out, it runs out of the room. It also runs down the room into the daughter's room. And they run down after it. It's in the daughter's room. I don't know the logistics of the, the home, but it's hovering over the daughter. And then they bust into the room. It actually takes out, takes off out of the house, down the stairs, it's gone. Of all these reports that I've seen, I've never seen sign of entry reported that the door's broken in, windows were broken in. It's like they appear in the house and then they're gone. And so it, it's like what he saw looked very physical. But other people were reporting things that, how do you explain it? How did they get in? How did they get out? And so it just kind of brings the whole idea of what's this world, what is this world about? You know, like there's, there's a lot of things going on around us and we can't quite explain it. But that's one of the biggest reasons why we do these shows is so that people can come forward, share these experiences and together Maybe we can get a clue by the time we die. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and like my friend, you know, that I saw them with, he doesn't believe in any of this stuff. Like he, and he saw that and he says, that was not a human and that was not an animal. I don't know what that was. You know, right. he, his closest guest was a human hybrid or something. Um, but yeah, like he, he doesn't believe in any of this. He doesn't even really like talk about it. So, but I, I'm the loud mouth that'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so uh, I want to open up for question and answer. But before we go there, okay, I, I want to just get you on to one more thing because we did last show, and sure. I just find it interesting. There's a little tidbit that he shared with me because I've interviewed him for the show. I just haven't released it because I knew we were doing this. Uh, there's a little tidbit that he shared with me that I find interesting. So, guy, you work in the medical field, and uh, you told me you guys sometimes get interesting phone calls. Uh, what is that? Yes. Once in a while. So once in a while we'll get, um, and I was talking to one of the uh, physician's assistants about this, and I don't know how it came up, but um, he said that we get phone calls from people saying that they've been abducted by aliens and that they've had something put in them and they want to know where it is and they want to have a scan done to find where it is. And and I, I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure how those what the process is for following up on that. I know that, you know, they, they act very professional about it, you know, obviously. Um, but as far as what they do with that, I'm not sure. Yeah. But it happens periodically. And I've, I think I've mentioned it to uh, a friend of mine who's a nurse there, and she said that there was a hospital she worked in in, in the Dallas area as well 
where they've had similar phone calls. So it's something that happens. Yeah, it makes you wonder, is, is it a regional thing or is this right. like a, a national thing or a global thing? How many other hospitals throughout the country alone are getting you know, calls like that? And what do you do with it? Right. And I believe, and you know, I, I realize I didn't share this with you. I believe the hospital she was talking about, um, one of the ones she talked about was further west, almost okay. like towards, you know, where it seems like a lot of that activity takes place. So, yeah, and so it's like if he if his place of employment has had just just fifty three throughout the entire country, how many is that happening? And at what point do you start saying, is there something going on here? You know, and then also like, what what are we doing with it? You know, like at what point are the people are gonna that running these organizations say? Do we do something about this? How do we approach this? Do we bring them in to see if there's something in their body? I don't know, but it's it's showing that there are things going on in this world we can't explain. And uh, until I think, until society in general is willing to uh, at least con consider these things, uh, it leaves a lot of people kind of stranded as to what they do with things. I mean, that's kind of like with you, I mean, you contacted me because you had no clue what to do. Right. So, very interesting stuff. Does anybody have any questions for Guy? Uh, let's start with you. I saw you raise your hand earlier. Yes. Okay. So, um, being an inquisitive person myself, um, if I were you and it was safe to do so, the next time you're going through that area, since you live up there anyway, I don't know how often you pass by there, but you say you see people even in the mm -hmm. I would, if I had the time, do it. Pull over and I've thought about doing that. I think oh, I might. I've thought about it. It does something for you that I can't describe. I've had that happen to me uh, regarding the poltergeist. And 30 years later, when I got solid professional validation that this, whatever it was, in this apartment building where I used to live, I was ecstatic to get to get validation like that. And you will too, I guarantee you, stop and ask these folks what they're looking at. Because they're obviously already aware of something. Imagine and watching for it. Imagine if you're looking they're looking at the same thing you saw. All of a sudden, you got a Facebook group popping up about the rain right. in Texas. <laughs> My face will be on it. <laughs> Good. You said this was near Hutchins? Yes, sir. Was it near that enormous landfill that's uh, between Hutchins and... Uh, it's, so it's it's right uh, no it's actually it's right before you hit uh, I twenty yeah like you would if you were gonna go um, you know either to Fort Worth or to Shreveport and there's these two huge huge hills that go down either side of the highway okay. they're they're huge like a few hundred feet okay. very well, I'm, steep. I'm thinking that landfill must be further I, I know what I know which one you're talking about though, uh, but it was um, it was right there before you hit I-20. Okay. But yeah, I mean, who knows? There may be something out there too because man, that, that thing's been there for like 50 years. Right. Oh, I know. Good lord. I know. What's been dumped in that thing? It's been in the same area for since I was a kid. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
let's see, I, I saw it, I forget your name, man, but. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mark. Uh, Mark. I'm very familiar with the Milner Patch and Dairy. We used to go out there go steak a lot uh, back in those woods. But are there any recorded sounds with their calls or anything like that? I, I hear what I just call a you know, uh, I, I, peacock. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. It's great. When I, when, I, um, when I put up the video I put together on YouTube, check it out, you'll hear the squeals in there. But I, I, feel, I don't know if I, I can replicate it, but it's, it, the best thing I can, I can say is it sounds like a wild boar. <laughs> it just, it's like, I can't do it. So, <laughs> no, I, but um, it, it, like, you know what a wild hog sounds like. And yeah. uh, it, that's what it reminded me of, big time. And uh, almost every time. Um, I saw something in the back here also. Uh, you were for, I remember you seeing you. What's up, man? I know you said you saw a profile. Did you get to any perspective of the size of the eyes? Was there any type of nose feature or mouth? So I didn't see too clearly what the eyes and the mouth looked like. I just saw that it looked like it was flat and I didn't see a nose protruding out of it. Uh huh. But I didn't get a real good look at the eyes or, or the mouth. It just was kind of like almost descriptionless looking in a way, the way it, that's, that's a really good. And with what you're describing and stuff, it's a, that's a common thing with these things, the, the flat face profile stuff, it's, it's unnaturally weird. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. Um, in the back there, and then, and then man, man, we'll hit you then. I see, I see. Go, there go. was a, a video I actually sent to West by two girls in a graveyard. Uh, seeing something kind of dig up the grave. I don't know, first, I guess the first question would be, have you seen that? And if you have, how does it compare on a physical spectrum? Are, are you talking about the thing that's walking on two legs coming out of the grave? I, I don't know if they see it walking as much as they see it digging out of the grave. It's kind of popped up on YouTube on other channels. I'm not sure if I've seen that one. I haven't the one, seen that. The one I'm thinking of, they, they say it's a rake, but everything that I've seen, it doesn't look anything like what everybody else is saying. It looks like it's like almost looked like a, a guy with two canes walking out of a graveyard. It, it looked like, to be honest with you, it looked like a guy in a suit to me with two canes. So, uh, but uh, some of these things um, that I've seen, it just looks exactly what he was describing. Uh, Ma'am, I saw you. Uh, has anyone seen lights or people talk about seeing lights in that area in the woods or just? I don't know. I, I don't know, and that may be one thing like. Uh, she was suggesting if if I see people looking out there, you know, I I haven't I don't go by there a lot at night, so it would be kind of interesting if I know. I'll take my wife on a romantic drive. Oh, hey, we're gonna go by this place date night. <laughs> like a rake. <laughs> One second. Go ahead. Yeah. That's something I can ask. I, I don't really know, actually, but I could find out. You know, if there's a common, uh, you know, a lot of people, um, the particular area I work in, people call about stuff going on with their head. So it could be there's a common thing there, maybe. That's why they're calling. But that's a good question, though. Um, I, I just think that with that scenario of everything, 
It's really interesting that people are actually calling the hospital for that kind of help because they don't know where else to turn. Right. They, they, they gotta know that to the person on the line, they're gonna sound like a crazy person, right. you know? But they're like, where else do you turn for medical attention? Right. You know, so I saw, go ahead. Yeah, I, I had a couple questions. One is, uh, how close is that to Joe Pool Lake? <laughs> um, that's kind of on I-20 there by Cedar Hill. Oh, okay, so see it. Is it further away than that? Yeah, about 25 miles. About 25 miles? Yeah, it's, yeah, where I was, is it close to, where where I go through, is it close to Joe Pool? Okay, and then the other thing I was going to ask is, did you ever see that video on what's the show where there's a, a guy coming right off his back porch in his backyard? I haven't seen that either, no. That was pretty freaky. For sure. I thought Wes had it on his blog. I'm not sure if I've seen that one or not. There's a guy filming it, and he just it coming up to his back porch. It's a real skinny-looking white thing. It looks like skin stretched over bone. Are you talking about the thing almost like the whole body almost looks like its legs? Almost. There's two of them. It sways weird. No, it's a one thing. Oh, it's one. Okay. He's filming it out the back sliding glass door. And he called his preacher over. Oh yeah, that, that I, I posted that around. Posted yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a funny, interesting thing about that story is I contacted the guy who created that, and uh, after I got done talking to him, uh, I had a lot less faith in that video. Oh. Because uh, one of the biggest signs for me is, and it doesn't happen a lot, but I reached out to him. I said, "Hey man, you filmed this thing. I'd be great. I'd be very interested in just picking your brain and talking about. It. I didn't even bring up the show. And in order for me to talk to him, he wanted to be a pay. Oh. And so yeah. for me, I was like, it, you know, okay. I told him, I said, I don't pay people. And he said, well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't do things for free. I'm like, all right, dude, get lost. Okay. You know, so, um, but yeah, so I, I know what you're talking about now. All right, thank you. Good. I have a question. When you were seeing these things, other than awe and disbelief, did you have any other feelings that going on, like fear or anything like that? Really, it just kind of made me my heart jump for a second. Yeah. And the longer it was one of those things that the longer I stared at it, just the weirder it got. And right. I didn't know, like Tony mentioned, I didn't know anything about any of this stuff. And so it was one of those things that after it happened, you kind of file it away. And my friend filed yeah. it away too. And then every now and then we go past that area and we talk about it again. But you know, it's like it happened back in 2007. So, like, I I think I probably feel more talking about it again mm -hmm. than I did in the moment because yeah, you're reliving it, so. right, reliving it because it's like you know at the time I didn't know what I was looking at because um, where I grew up, uh, I grew up a little further east uh, in a town called Wills Point, and you know there's out certain times of year there's deer out there, so it was nothing just to see a deer all over the road. Um, you know, big cats every now and then you see one of those uh, feral. Uh, uh, wild hogs you know and this like i know what all that looks like i grew up with horses and cows and none of that registered and well a lot of disbelief maybe was yeah. what i was looking at guys i think uh we're gonna wrap it up here so uh, i don't know this other guy can try to do it thanks so much for having us and i personally for me thank you very much and uh you know, until next time, friends, stay safe, take care. Remember, guys, the outro. Does anybody listen to the outro? The truth is set you free. The first syllabus you are. All right. Thank you so much.